0: Welcome to Midnight Menu Plus One. I'm Ray Kanata,
1: And I'm Margot Moss.
0: Midnight Menu Plus One is a part of the New Orleans podcast family of shows found at itsneworleans.com. We meet here just about every Monday night here at Ted's Frost to chat, gossip, explore, debate, wine, cheer, everything about New Orleans food. And each episode we ask just one special guest from the city's restaurant and food community to join us. They, in turn, surprise us by bringing along a mystery guest, a plus one. We never know exactly who that mystery guest is going to be. I'm hoping it's going to be William Shatner tonight, but we'll see. In any case, we do know who the main guest is, and I am very excited. Hugo Montero will be joining us. From Margot, isn't that great? From Casa Borrega.
1: Absolutely. I am
0: very excited. But before he does, Margot, I want to share about my dinner last night. I finally, I don't know if you've been there yet, I finally got to go to that new Basin restaurant, a magazine. Oh, about the 3, About the 3,000 block. It um yeah I went with my wife and with my friends Shane and Kim and it was it, you know it, it wasn't perfect but we had a good experience we really did we liked it a lot uh that plate you know that whole block is just hopping and uh, my wife had some the sear seared wahoo and I thought that was pretty good not not something you get all the time and my friend got the uh they call it the affleck. it's the it's the duck <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and I got, I got uh, a, a fried seafood platter. It was not like you would get at Howard Johnson's, though. It was a little bit better than that. <laughs> and uh, it had all kinds of stuff. i say the one thing I was surprising about it is the portion size, there was no indication by price how big the portion size was going to be. Because all the entrees were in the same range, like 21 to $24. But, but like some of them were, were not large. And in, and in mine was, like, massive. Like, mine, like, I really struggled to finish it. It was, it was <laughs> enormous. And, I, you know, but I felt like I, I had to finish it. And I tried a little bit of everybody's, and I really liked it a lot. It was good. Awesome. So, and, of course, I was here at Ted's on Sunday for the monthly uh, car show. I had a blast, as always. I love that. It's my favorite thing to do at Ted's. And I had some fries and burger with that, too, and that was also great. How about you? Did you do anything exciting food-wise this week?
1: Well, I just got back from New York.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. So I did a lot of
1: exciting um, food things. Um, I ate things that we don't get here as much. Ah, what'd you do? I went into Chinatown in a place. I went up an escalator and uh, went into a place that had like um, 600... Chinese people eating breakfast and no English on the menu. One of those kind of uh, places. I didn't get a Super menu. Cheap. They just came around with a cart. Oh, and then you just pointed cool, to what cool, you wanted, and cool. that was amazing. And I had Thai food and um, a little Korean food
0: in the same place. No, 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 no. Oh, okay, no, oh, okay, no, okay. no, no. Oh, so you did like an Asian tour of New York for the for the weekend, huh?
1: I yeah, I tried to do things that uh, you know I. that i really like and that we don't have huge selections of so it was it was incredible and i went into williamsburg
0: oh that's fun that's uh, one of my good friend Vito's neighborhoods yeah that's fun that's fun it was really
1: neat yeah yeah, yeah. so i had a great time but
0: cool yeah all the high and potock novels used to be set there you know all the um remember those the no they made they made robbie benson movies out of them I don't. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, never mind. Remember Robbie Benson? He was. uh, He was on the the cover Tiger Beat all the time when we were kids. No, you don't remember this. All right, never mind. He was. He was just ethnic enough looking that he could play like any nationality. So he'd be like. He'd be like Chicano in one movie. The next one be like Hasidic Jew, and the next one he'd be you know, and um, but I don't think he was good at any of them as I remember. But I don't know. It was a career for him. I don't know what he's doing now. Um. Well, anyway. Uh, I think without further delay, it's time to introduce our special guest, because I see him here, and I don't want to hear any more about this. I want to <laughs> hear about him. So he, is, uh, he was a performance artist who once was described as a cross between Van Gogh and Van Halen. And uh, when the flames and the smokes cleared, he turned 93 cans of Krylon spray paint, some Scratch 45s, mustard bottles, and a Brazier into masterpieces that would make Kandinsky envious. And now he's taking that genius to Mexican cuisine at Casa Borrego on the hot, revitalized cor- corridor of O.C. Haley in Central City. And I'm really excited to uh, to have with us our special guest tonight, Hugo. Hey,
2: it's such a pleasure.
0: Hugo, so good to have you here. Hugo Montero. Yeah, well, I just
2: have a great hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> and as I say, like, I don't need dinner, so... It's like my first hamburger in two years. What do you I mean guess. you don't do not 1st hamburger in two years? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah yeah. Back up with that. What do you mean? Well, you know, I'm I'm like fifty two right right now and I just wanna keep healthy. Uh, I don't do the dinner. I do something that in Mexico you call almuerzo. Uh, what do you mean Mexicans dead? well Mexicans for you know, I mean against like the whole agent with the Mexican, against the cactus that is sleeping with the hat and You know, Mexicans work really, really hard. Four, five in the morning, you know, you you have to go to downtown, which will take you maybe about two hours, you know, and then you you, you get in the factory or whatever your place of work is, you don't have time for breakfast. No no time for breakfast. Maybe a coffee, maybe a raw piece of bread, you know, and then... uh, you actually have time for lunch, but the lunch is not technically a uh, lunch. It's called an almuerzo. It's a heavy thing and maybe big piece of chicken, a big piece of meat, big piece of something, pork, plus the eggs, plus the tortillas, plus the the. the so the it's a really big meal. On one plate. On one plate. Ah. One, and one plate. So, you know, then you keep going working or you go to school, you know, and we don't have like the panache of the French or the Spaniards that they spend all this time between 8, 9 p.m. to 1 in the morning eating on <laughs> tables. We actually ha- have to go back to the to the family and you don't have time to eat ag- again. What right. you do, maybe a little, little play there with a drink when you have money on the weekend. Huh. So, I mean, basically your main meal is the one that you eat about Wait. 11 to 1 p.m., and that will be enough for the whole day.
0: Wait a second. So you eat one gigantic plate of food around lunchtime, and, and that's pretty much all you eat all and day. That's, and that will be and that. Now, will is that be in it. all
2: regions of Mexico? No, no, no. I mean, like that's in like my hometown, like in my, well, this is how I grew up. Okay. This is how I, I grew did up. You grew and where was that, that? Mexico City. Mexico City. Okay, yeah. I mean, right now. Well, I mean, it's
0: not exactly like a backwoods place. That's twenty million people or whatever. Twenty four million. Yeah, twenty four million. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: right now, I mean, what you find is just like you know, in every single meter there is a little place where you can eat. Right. So I mean, people have a little bit of here, a little bit of that, you know. But basically, people is working. It's in school. That they're busy. I mean, food, food. It's, uh, it's not lifestyle. It is part of the. Culture. Mexico right. is one of the very few cultures, five cultures, if I don't, if if I'm not wrong, on tangible contributions to humanity. Huh. We are one of the five cultures that is on tangible contributions to humanity, according huh. the cr- the United Nations. The United, United Nations. Nations. Yeah. yeah.
0: Now, yeah. how does he? Well, hold on a second. I'm not. I'm not disputing it. I'm just wondering. How does the United Nations come up with that? Like they got what is 188 states in the uh, United Nations. Don't the other 183 get pissed off now that they're they're uh elevating 5 to that level and saying the other 83 are not, not as significant? But like if you're from Zambia, don't you want to like <laughs> drop out now or something? So uh, cut that? off your aid, boycott, <laughs> no? <laughs> I I don't understand, but just but I give you an I mean, a example. Okay.
2: Do who, they have a new list every year? Who No, no. I mean, like like just 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 to say like 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 in a small, like in a small contribution. <laughs> who will get vanilla to the to the game. It came from Mexico. Who okay. came with the avocados?
1: Avocados, Mexico. chocolate.
2: 187 different peppers, Mexico chocolate chocolate yeah yeah i mean when ray nagan say like oh we let's going to keep this city yeah, a the real a, chocolate, a chocolate city be mexico it's city it's absolutely And the same thing i thought and when the immigrants <laughs> no, I'm came and when the immigrants came like yeah, 50,000 yeah. latinos on this circle waiting to renovate your house right? that right. will be the real chocolate city cuz chocolate was aztec
0: so you know y- y- they renovated a- nagan's house even I even, it.
2: even even turkey moctezuma had turkeys Turkey went from Mesoamerica to Europe, and then funny, funny enough, we have a Thanksgiving thing. You don't believe me? Google, Google. All right, no, no, Google, I believe Wikipedia. It. You don't believe me? Turkeys are from Mexico. Wow. Turkeys oh, are from Mexico. Is, yes, yes. Now you're
0: gonna tell me leprechauns are from Mexico too? No, <laughs> no, okay. no, 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 no,
2: no. But La La Pelusa is, <laughs> la, which is which is La Olla, which is La Olla Pelusa. Come in, on, in La Olla Pelusa it's just like california it is a it is a historical tale to tell you of the end of the rainbow and wonderful event peripheral the whole ritual de lo habitual yeah. it's just you know he's he's uh, you know a loving chicano I latino like los angeles culture yeah this,
0: you know this is what i do with new orleans i basically say anything the world wants to take credit for it, it came through new orleans first as nobody knows that's what you're saying with mexico yeah, okay. So one of us one of us We are, we are yeah. ethnocentric
2: cultures. But, yeah. you know, one more thing, one more thing. When Mexico was the new Spain, yeah. Louisiana was the territory of the new Spain, 51 ah. years. 51 <laughs> years. So technically, technically, Mexico City was the capital so of, of Louisiana.
0: Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, nice. 51 years. You win.
1: So,
2: <laughs> wait,
0: let
1: me, when, when did you leave Mexico City? How old were you when you... Uh,
0: the first time you left 25 years
1: 25 years old yeah
0: so you've been here almost 30 years huh 27 27 well you've
1: been in new orleans 27 years no
0: no
2: about
1: 23
2: 23 all right so and i always live in the parish
1: you always lived in the parish you're orleans proud yeah
2: Yes. yes 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 okay winter marsalis you know he was born here but I've been living now longer than Winter Martali <laughs> or Sarah Neville. You know, I live in the quarter. I, I pay you. taxes in the quarter. I mean, yes. I mean, I mean like, like in New Orleans, pay taxes in right. the quarter. My children, they're born and raised in New Orleans, and it's still, because the way how I look and my accent, I will never be a New Orleanian. I, I feel oh. like a New Orleanian. Okay, but, but let me tell you, you know, don't
1: take it personally. My I husband understand. is from Boston mm-hmm. and he <laughs> still gets from people that he's not a New Orleanian. Absolutely. It's it, it it has nothing to do with your it's accent true. or the way you look. People are and and to me, yeah. I think all everyone that is chooses to make New Orleans their home should be proud. Because that is more of a New Orleanian than someone that's born here. I agree.
0: This is the best show we've ever had. (laughs) I agree, Marco. I agree. Absolutely.
1: But I would like to know, so you left at 25, and you maintain that hardworking, like one meal a day the whole, drive you know, the whole political
2: you know the whole political thing with immigration and that the people do not understand is that we are revitalizing the immigrant dream i mean i'm I I did my artist thing for many years, I I did like the opposite, you know, many guys, many guys work hard between 20 to 40 to 45 Then you know, they start to have some leisure time, Mm -hmm. they start to take it easy, but I did the other, I mean I travel, I love, I create, you know, now in my old age, that is still, I think I'm very healthy and I look good and my mind is clear. I'm gonna work, and I'm gonna work the next fifteen, twenty years of my life. To, to you know, and that's
1: and why you got into the restaurant business, because mm-hmm. you exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. You know.
2: I, I think that I can do it. And you know, when I read, uh, like Adolfo Garcia, on Upbeat Magazine, saying like, oh, in this business, you die or you go in bankruptcy. I mean, you know, I do respect, but personally, for me, wait, I what mean, did he say? He he say in this business, you know, like yeah. like restaurant business, right. you die or you or you or you have bankruptcy. What does that mean? You will you will never be able to leave the business. I just you know Oh you oh,
0: can't walk away from it? Exactly. He just a... he just did, didn't he? He
2: just he there shut down go. a
0: place and he just sold another place. Well but, but, he's not but out he's completely still, he yeah he's still got yeah. several more okay. Yeah I mean yeah, when yeah. you
2: see somebody like do you remember that guy with the sandwich shop on uh, on a Barona Street, you know, on a Central City, you you see? oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah they're Euclid.
0: at the festivals every year with flyers showing they're gonna reopen sometime soon. Okay, yeah. he's in Mississippi, right. He's retired really? in, in Mississippi. Oh, that's sad. I talked to him. Everybody says it's so great. I so talked great. to him
2: and he told me, dude, I make two hundred sandwiches every day. <laughs> I want to walk away, so I know that I can walk away. Many people re- like 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 in restaurants they're too dramatic. I never work, I never serviced, I never was, was a yeah, dishwasher, I never was a waiter, I never anything with the restaurant business, but I know I can do
0: it. I know that I can do it. I'm a total outsider. Wait, yes, yeah, so you went from artists, street artists, performance artist. we need to talk about that in a minute, but you went from that straight into owner mm-hmm. of, a, of a you know sort of c- uh, cutting edge, interesting Mexican place. Yeah. Well, tell yeah. us what, that what,
1: what the uh, dream behind the restaurant or what your vision is behind the restaurant
2: what happened is that my my wife Linda Linda Stone which is the founder of the green project she's my my inspiration you know is for your all wife this. you said yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's my wife sorry for my accent <laughs> <laughs> I'm just hard to hear yeah, that's, yeah. so uh, basically she came to New Orleans took a job with global green she's the director for a global green I say okay we're going back to New Orleans we were in San Antonio after Katrina, and, um, you know, I mean, I have my, I have my bias, I have my, uh, I was a little bit skeptical about going back to to New Orleans, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm the kind of person that, I do care about New Orleans, I like New Orleans, but I can live in Kosovo, I can live in Afghanistan, I'm the kind of guy that I can do it, I can do, I can live anywhere, as an immigrant, I can live anywhere. And, and I really and I really know that, so I have my bias, my I, I was pretty skeptical about coming back. She did it, then I, I, I came back like five months after, and I said, "You know something I don't think New Orleans needs another art show I don't think we need a show of fo- like photographs after Katrina or a movie. I don't think we need that mm-hmm. I don't think we need." Another art show. I feel cynical about it. I feel with a moral compromise as an artist to do something that really matters. And I didn't want to write a book who was New Orleans Matters. Oh, my God. I'm I'm (laughs) right right now messing with holy territory of New Orleans. But you know something? I say, you know, I'm going to do like the American dream. I'm going to have a little business. I'm going to live upstairs. I'm going to have an old truck just like the old businesses from the 50s, which I have to say, I do love America. If you go to Casa Borrega, Casa Borrega is a mezcolanza, it's a blend of American culture with Mexico. I have all these pop icons all over, you know. When I say, I'm gonna open a business, I'm going to renovate a house. My field for many years was intellectual. I have a master's from, from, Robin Tulane, you know. I was in a street artist, you know. You create things. I feel cynical I feel like as a Mexican as a Latino I have to be with my compadres and rebuilding houses so I did it in another level I bought a house in Central City beautiful beautiful house uh, 1892 and we renovated I started the uh, business and I say you know my ego now you live above Mm mm-hmm okay my ego is not going to be, well, sir, which is good. I need this as a therapy. Now I'm going to be, what do you need, sir? What do you need, ma'am? Can I help you? Can I do your, your stay better here? That is such an amazing thing. When the people just see me and I'm like serving, serving. People in see? New Orleans. That was the mantra that I want to do about opening Casa Borrega. Plus, being skeptical about Mexican cuisine in New Orleans as well.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, looks like your special guest is here. Yeah. Can you introduce her for us?
2: Yeah, Jessica Gall from Texas. She's my general manager at this moment, and she's my bartender. She's uh, she's, a she's a friend. She's a friend. She's a friend of Casa Borrega. She's our friend. Of Linda, my friend. She's amazing, you know. So Welcome. Amazing.
3: You're yeah. very sweet for saying that. Jessica Gall. Say just Jess.
0: Jess Gall. Just Jess. Okay. No <laughs> relation to Ryan Gall, the chef, right? No. okay No relation whatsoever. All right, he's my friend. Mm. All right. Cool.
3: Well, and just, glad to have you here. Now, how did you uh, come to meet Linda and Hugo? I From. actually just walked through the door one day and was accepted into their life, into their family. And did you walk in with intent?
1: Did you know where you were going? Or you just were walking around Central City? No,
3: I wasn't. I was actually, I had just lost the, or left the old absent house after three years of managing and bartending. And I was looking for something outside of the quarter with actually a very um, appreciative sort of business that would welcome me. And that was Hugo and Linda.
0: Huh. So how'd you meet them? You just walked in the door, just you Just walked yeah, in the yeah. door. Okay.
3: And actually, I went through an interview press um, thing with Hugo that would probably lasted like two or three hours. <laughs> it was, I mean, we just sat down and talked about art and music and everything lovely.
0: Did he have you make drinks and stuff, too? Or did no, he just take your word for actually, it? No, actually. Figured if in he, old well, he, house, he knew what you were doing?
3: He saw my resume and yeah. the awards I've won, and uh, I'm very, a major part of Tales of the Cocktail here in New Orleans. Okay. I do a lot of volunteering awesome. and a lot of competitions, so I was. So very you hired interested. as general
0: manager right on the spot too.
3: Uh, no, I've been their bartender. Okay, okay. I've been their bartender first off, and now I'm their general manager okay. as well.
0: So you got promoted to that. You, that got added to you. Did I, you get I, a raise with that too? I think I. P- <laughs> 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 I, <laughs> I I love them so you really much. Study with um, revolutions here. No, <laughs> I, I threw
3: myself into it. Let's put it okay. that way. I threw myself Ooh. into it, and I took it to heart with them
0: now where do you live do you live nearby
3: I'm uptown I'm actually right down the street all right right by Tulane cool cool one of the things
0: that I actually do with
2: uh, with the people who wants to work with with me I feel I feel the energy some special some charisma I mean personality is really important for, for for me and the service attitude you know but the charisma is very important you know I don't really care you have blue hair or, or have a, a tattoo of Johnny Cash, or or an armadillo, or a tattoo of Luciana
0: or Edwin Edwards with a new baby. I don't really care. about that. I do no, know, but care that would be you. awesome. Let's admit it. But, but I fucking with a neck tattoo of no. like Edwin Edwards with the new with his new <laughs> baby. <laughs> you got to hire that person for something. On they're some gonna capacity. kill me. Yeah, right. They're gonna kill you. <laughs> What's like,
2: this guy? But anyway, uh, but I make them read. The menus in Spanish. She, she
0: did really
3: well.
0: <laughs> which just for the pronunciation? Yeah, or? yeah. Well, I'm from oh, South
3: yeah. Texas. So All right. I but actually what, grew up with the kitchen. Now?
0: You can learn pronunciation
2: uh, You can right learn there. that, but you know, I mean, when you say la paloma or la campirinha or la veronica or tacos al pastor con cilantro y con you cebolla, know. you know, yeah. you, you, you have to be, it's like, I mean, do you remember, like maybe no, you're too young. But do you remember, like 20 years ago, when you used to go to a French restaurant and and the guy, the guy actually did
0: speak French, right? right and right.
2: you read it's it's just like that. It's just like that. People, like Antoine's, it only yeah. had
0: the menu in French and all exactly. that. Exactly. Right?
2: I I don't believe in real or authentic. But if you're real and and you're authentic, please you have to read the menu well. <laughs> and I have to say, most of the girls that work with with us. They are bilingual. They are.
0: Very, very, very nice. They're very sweet. They're beautiful girls,
2: and they are bilingual. They read perfectly.
0: That's awesome. Now, yeah. what percentage of your clientele, then, like you know, the folks that come in are, are uh, Spanish speaking? I mean, is it? Do you have a lot of Mexicans that come to the restaurant, or is uh, it mostly not?
2: Well, you know, it's kind of tricky. It's kind of tricky. Casa Borrega. It wasn't created for for Latinos, for Mexican right. people. Within we, I mean, Linda and me, we want to create sort of like the atmosphere. That the former cafe Brazil used to have, you know. Oh, right. I mean, I mean, for me, it was unbelievable to see Tom Cruise there and next to him a homeless person, you know, right. like that kind of place. Like we can have everybody there, and of course, in restaurants it's difficult to create that. But I want to have everybody, you know. But I have to say we have. Uh, 35% of Latinos that actually they're well-educated. I mean, Tulane loves us, you know. Right. The master's degree pro- program, uh, doctors, you know, they, they love us. They really love Casa Borrega. We have one of the greatest programs in Latin American studies in the country That that is Rivals Austin, you know, so so we have some adepts there. I mean, people that really like Casabornega, and because this is still an African American neighborhood, we we are preferred by African American families and and black professionals, you know, and. The other is Caucasian, we have a lot of hipsters. We do <laughs> love the hipsters. <laughs> a lot of hipsters. We do love yeah. the hipsters, you know, from the Bywater, from, right. from yeah, we do love them, you know. We do not discriminate. One of the things that I'm very strong with, with, with the ladies here, with the, uh, with the people who work in my restaurant, we do not take discrimination as a slight issue we do not supposed to discriminate Absolutely and not. everybody is just so serious about it i mean but we're very happy to you know we we can joke we're not like you know but really you are not going to be discriminated because you are gay or you are mexican or you are republican <laughs> 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 so if a gay mexican republican hipster comes no. in yeah. i don't know,
0: about you know <laughs> and he <laughs> orders a pbr <laughs> And then he mispronounces everything on the menu.
3: <laughs> I'll offer him a Mexican beer. Sarah, <laughs> Sarah. I am
2: your slave. I'm on your knees. What else <laughs> I can do for you? That's me. and, and she knows that. Yes. That's me. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Right. I have to We're give have Ray to a this. hard time. Uh oh what happened? Because Ray says Casa Borrega.
0: Uh, yeah, casa
3: Borrega. Thank you. Casa Borrega. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. In I, an I owe though, your I can't tongue can't do a, a little bit. Borrega. Bur- bur- I'm a terrible linguist anyway. And casa. Casa's house Casa, house right. and right. and and in house. What is yeah. lamb? House lamb? House of lamb? House of lamb. What is the? Yeah. Well, we <laughs> actually cook a lamb in tequila overnight. It's a 12-hour process. Wait, it's wait. It cooks overnight. It cooks overnight. So it's very low heat, obviously. And a bottle obviously. of tequila, of course. Okay, of course. What
0: temperature is that cooking at? Uh, I'd say
3: about 320. 320. Yeah. 320? yeah I mean 320. Mm-hmm. 320. Yeah. Overnight, And what c- is that called? You know, is that a fire hazard? Borrego. Borrego. Yeah, yeah, so if you go in for like the plato de tacos or any like taco dish that we do serve, you're going to, ha- you can choose porego. You can choose Conchiga Pibil. Oh. You can choose Vegetarian, which right, chorizo is very, or whatever, yeah, grilled right, right. veggies. And this is like and, one of the choices. No yeah. chorizo. Chorizo, oh, is, chorizo is for brunch on Sundays. Oh. We reserve that. Yes, that's kind of well,
0: interesting because lamb sometimes is a brunch thing in some cultures. For we somebody. have right. we have lamb you for know? brunch as well. Yes, yeah. oh, but the
3: chorizo yeah. is actually like a a very lean form of chorizo, and ah. it, it's it's wonderful. It's not the common American form, which is very fatty, oily, and we, spicy. We do a and wonderful, and wonderful.
2: My wife food. has curly hair, and anybody in Latin <laughs> America with curly hair is a borrego or a borrega. She has curly hair, and she has blonde curly hair. So, so I call her Borrega, Borreguita is her nickname. It's very sweet, like in Spanish, it's It's very sweet. I'm I'm not calling her lamb. It's kind it's kind of like calling somebody sweetie pie. It's really sweet. So she's like like la Borreguita, and that's her house. So it's Casa Borrega. But the Borrego, but the Borrego, Mm -hmm. but the Borrego too is the animal for wealth, money, in Mexico like because it's la lana lana is mula is money so so like the borrego it's, it's an expensive meat it's no 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 oh. no like it's the animal is it's symbolic like the little cat for the asians you know like yeah. the cat with the hand like oh. that the, the borrego mm-hmm. the, the borrego is the sacred animal for wealth and money and do you have
0: any borregos in there you must yeah i have i, have, have, I, I have, have like yeah. two or
2: three i have like yeah. two or three but no one really knows and the de borrego has to do too. You know, I'm not very religious. I do respect. of I was going to say, as
0: soon as I heard it, I started. It's, like the, like, yeah, it's exactly, like the Lamb of yeah. God. It's like exactly. the Lamb of God. Exactly. Which Agnes Day or whatever. Yeah. 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 yeah which right. has
2: to do too. You know, even in in, in in even like in England, you know, with the with the lion and the lamb, sort of like the power and the compassion and the merciless. It's right. just you know, it's, it's a it's a very huge concept. The Borrego thing. You know, I will never name my restaurant. Uh, Cristina's or Rodrigo's or <laughs> I don't want to say Pepe's or like <laughs> ah. <laughs> or like a brand or like yeah. a brand of a of a beer El you know <laughs> Pacifico <El Gringo>. <laughs> Bohemia <laughs> but it's <laughs> r-
3: it's really awesome in Casa Borrega though you will see the love that Hugo shows to Linda as well they dance Aww. regularly and Aww. the band will be playing and he invites her to dance It's it's a very like Wonderful Kay. term of endearment. Race. race. Every together, race. race. <laughs> <a> race. Um,
0: <laughs> Every sentence here could be a rabbit <laughs> trail. But okay, let, let me back up. So, how long have you been married to Linda?
2: Uh, we have been married for ten years. Ten years. Okay. Yeah. So you met her here. Yeah. in, yeah, New here in New okay. Dancing in Cafe Brazil. Dancing mm-hmm. in where? Cafe Cafe Brazil. Oh, Cafe
0: Brazil.
3: Yeah. Oh. They're very good dancers. Yeah.
2: Both of you are. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. Huh. We have live music oh. in uh, Casa Borrega.
0: Okay, I was, that was my next question I was going
2: to
3: ask. Friday so and kind of Saturday, 7.30, eleven. Cuban, Latin jazz. La-
2: we have people like Alex McMurray, that is mm-hmm. a friend yeah, of Casa Borrega. No, we have the Iguanas as, yeah, yeah, yeah. as
3: well. Oh, ah, yeah. the Iguanas, wow.
0: Okay.
2: We have we have Paul Sanchez, too. Uh-huh. We have mm-hmm. Steve Mastikonski. I mean, we're really poor oh, the world. Yeah we're right. really for New Orleans I don't Shaggedo think we have like, a, yeah, yeah I mean yeah. I, I don't think we can carry like a brass band because yeah, the yeah. stage is too uh, little right. but we are for, for New Orleans and I try to have more Latin jazz right. but you know but we're really for New Orleans
0: music that's mm-hmm. great yeah oh wonderful you were saying something Margo and I interrupted you
1: mm, it was about the music I was oh, okay. going to ask about the music um but can can we get back to a little bit about um, your rock and roll art days? Yes, oh, yeah. Because <laughs> well. well, I'm just um, I'm just curious about it a little bit because it's it's an unusual art form, and I'd yeah. just like you to um, talk about that what a little bit. Is that,
0: you know, when you when were like <laughs> D- Decatur Dada, right? <laughs> <laughs> Decatur Street Dada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what happened is that
2: when when I was little, I had this big. Uh, Big responsibility on my, on my shoulders. I'm the oldest of eleven children,
3: mm.
2: so I mean my I just my grandma, to say Jesus right now. yeah, <laughs> my my, my <laughs> grandma <have> <laughs> and my and my mother they give me this responsibility about being. Are they all still Mexico? Yeah, okay. all, all None that. of them have moved here. All, no, nobody, okay. nobody. One of the, I mean, I'm kind of like, like one of those samples about the immigration debate. Nobody in my family, 28 nieces, 10, seven sisters, three brothers, nobody wants to come to the United States. All right. It's just, it's, you know. So they tell
0: stories about you back in uh, Mexico. You You're know.
2: mythical there. Well, kind of, I guess.
3: <laughs> kind of, <laughs> kind of.
2: I mean, they, they think that I'm Santa Claus on, on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like in December. They expect, you know, <laughs> I'm not Santa Claus. Yeah, yeah, I cannot yeah. bring gifts <laughs> for presence
0: for 35 people. I can't do that. You're like Bilbo Baggins. You know, you remember that? Like, in, uh, yeah, he's the only one that left, and everybody's like, where did he go? What did he do? He's like,
2: mysterious. Yeah. Well, I mean, my mother and my, and my grandma, they have this huge responsibility that I took. Like, they want me to be in a scholar, to be a well-educated man, to be well-mannered and successful and rich. And possibly in the politics, they want me to be the president of Mexico or to be a senator or to be (laughs) or to be like a senator and when I was little I knew that I loved to be around people and I knew that I was talented to do many things I play guitar I paint I dance and I used to get paid for that and I and I used to write too. I used to write in magazines and newspapers so I knew that I don't need to work nine to seven <laughs> or nine to five to yeah. make money. I knew that very young. And you know, I, I, I pursued my, my art, but in the in other hand, I have to, I have to, I have just to deliver to my, <coughs> to my family. I mean, it's, it's, this, this is very emotional for me because I didn't want to go to school. But I was good in the school, so I was in a scholarship all my life. My government paid for my education. I actually came with a grant to the United States, <clears throat> with a with a J one visa, and this was all to please my mother. So you
0: came for school? Yeah. Oh, Yeah. So where'd you go?
2: I went to Tulane.
0: Oh, so you went to Tulane undergraduate too, or? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, you, so that's how you got to America. And I came. Was from, okay. And I
2: came with a teacher. I mean, I came like like to teach. But first time that I came to the United States, I came to see a rock concert. <laughs> 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 so I came to see the who? Like you the came Alaska. to see the who? Yeah. Where? Oh, yeah.
0: gosh. L.A. Coliseum. <laughs> At the Coliseum here in New Orleans? No, no, no. L.A. LA. Oh, in L.A. LA oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. That was the years before you came to Tulane? Or oh, yeah. Right oh, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. So what happened is that, I mean, you, you have like, you know. You the have who never you played have in like Mexico a th- City? No, oh, no, 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 no. Really? No, never. That's shocking. Never, never, huh. never, never. I mean, we didn't have rock concerts until maybe late 80s. What? We never, yeah. Yeah. The Rolling Stones were scheduled in 77 for one of the world tours, and the Mexican government did not allow the Rolling Stones to play in Mexico because they pervert the uh, young and, and the society. That was like the thinking like what like the hell, really? the Catholic leagues. You know you know what they do like in Madonna when when she's in Italy, stuff like that. That used to happen in Mexico. So so and Mexico's
0: so secular, though, yeah, well, yes,
2: like, yeah, yes, but it's not in the seventies, knowing in the no in the eighties. Wow. Yeah. Gay gay marriage is legal in Mexico City at this yeah, moment. Right. But when I was young, we were all repressed. So they didn't want to see yeah, but you know, the Black, Black Sabbath. In the middle of the Bible
0: <laughs> belt though. You could go to Birmingham and these other... <laughs> Places in the '50s and hear rock concerts. How the hell could you not have rock concerts no, in Mexico? That's no, weird.
2: No, so I was a teacher in that time. You know, was oh. like a elementary teacher, and I put That's together some money. To so I came to the United States to watch concerts. And in the me in the in in the middle of the time, you know, my money was getting. Smaller and smaller. So what I did, I start to do stuff on the street. <laughs> in in LA, do stuff on the street in in, in in LA, and I used to go to concerts like in New York or in San Francisco. So I start to paint on the street, <laughs> and I and I used to start to make money. So then I say, oh my god, I'm making a lot of money.
1: <laughs> but you got to tell tell our audience about how you are painting, because it's it, it was it's very. I well, mean, I saw you. <laughs>
3: And well, did um, it start out I like lived that in the quarter. The beginning?
1: Yeah, but, but explain what the Most art it form is. Right? And, and
2: well, I have a, I have about uh, fifty spray cans, and blank piece of paper. I'm able to create something that you will see as an illustration in uh, Air and Space magazine or in Heavy Metal magazine in ten minutes, and I will sell it for forty dollars. And I used to make even like $2,000 in one night. Thousand dollars in one night.
0: Wait, so you, do, you a sell lot. it to a magazine, <laughs> you get $40. Bucks. You <laughs> sell it on the streets, you make $2,000. No, 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 no. no, no. Oh. He's
1: saying it looked like an illustration from oh, a gotcha, magazine. Gotcha, from a magazine. But okay. And how long did it take you to make one? It took one? me like 10, ten
2: minutes? minutes, yeah. Ten, 10 minutes, minutes, minutes quite amazing. to make one. Wait, you sell yes.
0: one piece for $2,000 pra- no, lots? No, $40, $40. no, $40, no. $40. Every
2: 10 minutes, I make a a, a piece for the whole day, and I sell all things. Like, I mean, like, like, like. I get there, like in Jackson Square. Used to get there about uh, six p.m. and I work from six p.m. to one in the morning. Every single piece that I paint from six p.m. to one in the morning, it was sold for forty dollars each.
0: Oh, I got you. See so you do.
1: Lots and it's and very dramatic, things. though. You and, were, it was theatrical. And each one is different.
2: And each one is very. different. I used to put a be a big, big boombox. You know, I used to put things like Chronos Quartet or like you know. Rick Wegman, The Journey, uh, The Center of the Earth. or I used to put like Stravinsky, like the Firebird, or I used to put like, uh, I don't know, I used to put like uh, Voodoo Child with, with uh, you know, I, I have like my music, it, and, right? I move, and, and, and I move, and I move the spray cans, my body, and the people just from all over the, the the world, they used to come and buy my paintings. It's
1: mesmerizing but, mm-hmm. to watch. But <laughs> I get
2: tired. Right? tired. But I get tired. Yeah. But I get tired. Well, it must have been a workout too, right? One of the things, yeah, I mean, one of the things that people do not understand about talent, about artists, is that there's a point that you can get tired and you can get bored. Oh, yeah. I mean. And you're you doing can it year round.
0: It's ninety-five degrees and ninety percent humidity, and you're out there all day dancing yeah. around doing this mm-hmm. stuff, and you have to be. But not only
2: that, I mean, like I know musicians; they are on the road. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they are tired. You know, they enjoy what, what what they do, but they don't show that. It's just show business. And there is a, a moment that you 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 want to be an artist. It's just all beautiful, and it's cool to be talented. But there is a moment when, you know, there's many demons like involved with your talent and. They are the demons that I didn't want to have with my family, you know, with my I didn't raise one of my children, my my oldest child. And, you know, I never, never forgive myself about that. You know, I love my my my, my child. I, I I I I always support him, you know, I mean, yeah. like like economically, but I wasn't around, you know, Is he back
0: in Mexico. So, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah and, and uh, with my with my second child, you know, he's with me, he works with me, I'm really proud of him, I love him and uh, and that make me make me such a better creature, you know, like what it was. And the art was in between my my family. The adulation, the women, the drugs, the alcohol, the sex, New Orleans. New Orleans can be very toxic for for an artist, you know. Yeah. So I decided to retire from this thing, you know. Like, how long, like they how years? You no, know, I paint like 20 years. 20 years you're yeah. out there, right? Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I paint, I paint in uh, Europe, uh, I mean, big collections. So you leave and you then know? come back and. But yeah. the only thing, I mean, but the thing is that it wasn't only the street. For many years, I had like a double eye as a fine art artist, you know, and street artist. The, the, uh, the Modus Vivendi was the street and the Modus Operandi, <laughs> was was the like the galleries and the CAC and all these big shows? So I yeah. never really make money. The street was the one who supported me. Right. So I mean, for many years. But you know, New Orleans uh, charged a, a toll with many artists right. and not just with me. So I get tired. I get bored. You know, a little bit sick. And I I think I'm I'm a very fresh soul for the restaurant business. I mean, I'm very excited about what I'm doing, and I respect. You know, I'm I'm. Hmm. I'm kind of critical but, and, you know, I can be very opinionated, but be, believe me, I do respect this field so much. And well, which field? The restaurant, restaurant. field? Yeah. yeah, and it's kind of like a, parad- uh, like a paradigm for life because I believe, I really believe that somebody that is, that, that is successful in, in, uh, in restaurant business can be successful with life too. And it's one of the hardest things that I ever experienced in my life. Restaurant, I think, is like the, the 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 biggest challenge that I ever have in my life, and I have so many I have so many it's very and cool. the so, restaurant's so the hardest huh? this is like the hardest, yeah but you know we are we are making it I mean we were just named one of the best patios in New Orleans, you know, and people is loving us, and you know it's hard every week, every day you know I never experienced anything like that. Now you live above it, so you can't get away from it. What yeah. hours are you open <laughs> we open uh just I was pleased. <laughs> we open <laughs>
3: we're doing lunch and dinner now from Wednesday through Saturday, so eleven to three for lunch. Five to close for dinner and we have live music Friday and Saturday, which so we're open until 12 o'clock at night. We do a brunch on Sunday as well.
0: Okay, so Monday and Tuesday are closed. Monday
3: and Tuesday are closed. I okay. also have to add something with Hugo's art. We had talked about the Day of the Dead party that we're doing November 2nd, cool. starting at 8pm and I believe Hugo was talking about doing some sort of art.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. As, well? as a matter of fact, the uh, Day of the Dead it's uh, you know it's a big thing here in United States, but I was the, the first person to have the the uh, Day of the Dead here in New Orleans. We have an altar at the CAC about 15 years ago. You know more like a pop art installation. You know it's very foreign for me, like the whole thing about skulls. You know because when the Europeans came to the New World, you know when 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 the Europeans came to the New World, they saw these uh, skulls, they erased. They demolish all these temples, and now you you see all these Caucasians, you know, with the skull tattoos, yeah, yeah, a skull, <laughs> t- <you know>? everything. <laughs> in Austin's a Day of the Dead uh, logo, yeah, 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 everything. So there, it's yeah. kind of you know, it's kind of ironic. Yeah. But we we are going to celebrate Day of the Dead in huh. Casa Borrega, November the second, and I'm going to put yeah, and I'm going to put a, a big altar, kind of like a pop art altar. They want to so have a costume party, fun oh. food. You'll see you know, our ad free. in the Gambit. Free, yeah. yeah. So.
3: Um, we're gonna Wonderful. do a costume party. We're gonna have live music, awesome a, a, art exhibit as well. So it's it's gonna be a blast. It's another day that you can actually dress up. <laughs> other than cool. I need so you know, I, I need more. New of those, Orleans right. people <laughs> love love this. So please come and dress up and have a cocktail.
0: All right. Huh. Well, now is a lot of your art in the restaurant too? Do you? No, nah, a lot of no. no. How come? Nothing. No, yeah. I mean, my ego is down. That's it.
2: <laughs> you know. Yeah, but the whole restaurant is—it's is, a piece of art. How? How so? That's interesting. Well, yeah, every single inch of the restaurant is—is is a salvage material renovation that that my friend Ricardo Ponce and me did for okay. four years. Every single inch, and when I mean that, I really mean it. I mean I'm describing every single inch of Casa Borrega salvage materials. Uh, you know, many right, of so the green probably was helpful with yeah. that as well. Well, huh? we also no, really she recycled. She's my inspiration, okay. and she she designed it. You know, she, she designed it. She 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 did like. A, I mean, she's an architect from uh, Berkeley, so yeah. she designed the plans. It's her vision and my vision together, but the whole restaurant is very very hip. But it's just like a little masterpiece, like a little jewel. And I hate to say that, but I know what I do, and I know it really well. It cost me four years. It's a little I mean, jewel of uh, of like renovation,
0: salvage materials, recycling. And when you say it took four years, I mean, that was, like, were you working on it pretty steadily for the four every, years? Every, like day, every, every day. Every day for every four day, years. Day. Wow. Every day. And
1: when Every you day. go in and see it, yeah. you're going to see. I mean, it, you'll see all the detail. The, the, yes, and the atmosphere is just. Thank you, I Margo. mean, even if people don't understand literally what physically went into it, you can't help but feel it's like it's like going into a church in Europe, and someone may not know anything about architecture or you know the labor of love that goes into it, but you feel a sense of. Um, uh, uh, you know, an elevation, and I, I, I feel mm-hmm. that y'all you, you have created. Mm-hmm. that Casa
2: Borrega is actually my best piece of artwork <laughs> ever, ever done. The, the no whole concept. We didn't huh. have too much money, you know. I, I wish that I can have more money. So <laughs> the themes that
0: run through it. What are some of those, or is there uh, sort of a controlling principle? Or it, or is everything is, it like
2: is very Mexican, you know, but New Orleans, like the New Orleans vernacular architecture experience you know we have like the capitals we have the beat board we have the uh, columns you know we have the i mean i have pieces now how do you from, make
0: those mexican like how do you combine that with well, mexican? well, mexican well the with
2: spaniards you know the spaniards oh. were in mexico you know the new spain and all that and basically like what what you get you know I mean, what you get in, in San Miguel, what you see in Tasco, what you see some of the churches in Mexico City. It's just very similar to, to what you see here in New Orleans. It's just to change the color, you know. If you change, like, the French Quarter green, is it's actually a, a color. When you go to, to Home Depot, you go to uh, Helm Paint, you know, you ask for that green. They call it French Quarter green. That's that's right, like right. French quarter green, you know, that that green, right? My shoulder is a French quarter. Okay, green, so yeah. you just change like a little bit the French quarter green with a rosa mexicano with a Mexican rose huh. and and it's the same piece, you know. It's like it's like the mantles, like the mantles. Yeah. We c- we we convert some of the mantles in like pieces for the wall. Well, you you have to see it. It's just like right. blending, you know. I'm very respectful of the New Orleans style. At, at much that when you are in Casa Borrega from outside, it just looks like a house. It looks like an uptown house. There's nothing that they will tell you it's a Mexican restaurant. There's no <laughs> there's no pinks or oranges or jellos or anything like you that. It ju- yeah, that. You say it was built 1892. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but inside, it's kind of like... Uh, I don't know, you know, it's kind of like a candy shop for many people. (laughs) I have guitars, I have rock concert t-shirts, I have albums, you know, and Mexican masks.
1: Wait, let me ask you about, oh,
0: sorry. I was just going to, I was just, just to piggyback on what you said in agreement with that. You know, I've read that, you know, the fire that happened in the French Quarter in 1788 destroyed the old French architecture and actually it was spanish at that point and it wasn't and it was only french again for a very for a few months before it went over the louisiana purchase so the stuff that we think of as the oldest stuff in the french quarter and this stuff was built with that same style isn't actually french in style it's spanish and Thank and, you, and, and more Thank latin you. american and and so we yes. associate with french because that was the language that was spoken in the city but actually the style and the people that were overseeing it was all actually latin american it was more it was more mexican yes indeed yeah yeah absolutely i, I do want to say
3: one more thing about casa borega that will definitely appeal to the people that you're speaking to is that we recycle absolutely everything. Um, I have separate trash cans behind my bar for glass, for aluminum, for cardboard, for paper, and then I have my regular trash. I think that's really important to say. It's something that I have never seen anywhere else in any restaurant establishment that I've had Yeah, we don't use
2: a styrofoam at, at no, all, not. you know. I mean, we have those uh, d- dryers at the bathroom. To the, I mean, like everything there. Composed everything is compost? locally yeah, bought ev-
3: and freshly oh. juiced, and it's just. Oh, that's good. Oh, that's great. Everything's local.
2: Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And we spend more money because that, but, right. you know. It's I mean, worth like it. The overhead, it's absolutely worth it. It's worth it. I mean, people yeah. is happy. It, people makes, is it makes things better. Yeah.
0: You. You, what were you saying, Margo?
1: Well, I wanted to hear a little bit more about the food and um, mm. just your vision behind the food. It, it, it's, um, it's not New Orleans-style Mexican no, food. No,
2: no, it's no. It's
0: not
2: Well, you know, when, one of the things I'm very skeptical, and, and I respect everybody, believe me. Sometimes people think that when you have an accent, you are very serious. <laughs> I mean, really, like, well, you know, uh, I'm your father. It's like, you know, very, very funny because when Anakin was Anakin, he didn't have an accent. He's just a he's just like, a, you know, like a middle.
1: Are you talking about w- Star Wars? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I just <laughs> want to make sure you know, I was getting Star that right.
2: Okay, you I know when Anakin, Luke,
1: I am your father. Yeah. Anakin. Okay,
2: Anakin, Anakin the father. Oh
0: my gosh, what are we talking about? Anakin Skywalker. When Anakin,
1: he's
2: he's a kid. Yeah. He's a beautiful Caucasian. White kid, and he got older and he had an accent. Exactly yeah. how it how that happened. <laughs> how that happened. Because so they wanted to be more profound. <laughs>
0: that's that's brilliant. How yeah. that happened?
2: How that happened? I'm he, gonna do that. Midwest. I'm
0: develop an accent. As I with Midwest
2: older. English, you yeah. know. And then it's like ambulance or like he, an he has an accent. Is. Yeah, he's a large <laughs> black man. That, later. That's unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah. people
0: believe that uh, when you
2: have an accent, either you're James stupid, you're deeper, stupid, or you're very serious. And I would say to the people, you know, I don't think with an accent. I don't think with an accent. Just listen to me. Right? Just <laughs> listen to me. The question is very simple. When okay. the Spaniards came, they brought the cows, you know, the horses, the pigs. Turkeys. <laughs> <laughs> the
3: turkeys. You said to debate that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the Aztecs, they, they have cactus, they have the corn, they have the beans, they have the peppers, the vanilla, the, the chocolate, the, the tomato. Okay, the 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 food in Central Mexico still remains Aztec, Indian, Mesoamerican. The closest that you are to the United States, the closest that you are to the cheddar cheese waves. (laughs) You know (laughs) all these waves that you know hard to surf. You know there's this chili, you know flabby chili Flippy. masses of <laughs> like not really it's like it's like when you see those plates it's like
1: or big burritos well like you know i no mean burritos. i'm not gonna talk yes, really about too. it i don't want
2: to talk about <laughs> Wait, it. <you laughs> <don't have laughs> it but i you know but my mom <laughs> Wait, you don't have burritos in but your my, no we don't no, i'm
3: not that's, going that's <laughs> text Mex. <just> <laughs> we don't kidding. have okay you know I'm, I'm i'm going to so
2: scare you we don't have burritos we don't have nachos no we don't nachos. have no nachos, no chimichangas, not, yeah. no chimichangas, <laughs> no fajitas,
0: no enchiladas. That's an Stop, stop. No enchiladas,
2: and you know recently because the people is very impatient, we have been giving away chips and salsa but, <laughs> but we are homemade homemade, oh, homemade chips it's, it's, it. okay. it's, it's, it's a concession it's a compromise it's a concession
0: that's a wedge it's a wedge
2: but this week but this week we stopped this and we're gonna do chicharrones and chicharrones salsa good and you. guacamole yeah. too yeah mm-hmm. we're gonna do right. like,
0: mm-hmm. like the pork like the pork skins you know oh that's well, yeah. amazing yes, yes. Yeah. Oh. and we're so gonna
3: we're make no our own as
2: well yes so it's our own you
3: want
0: me back when you were giving me a list of what you didn't have you were losing me now you gotta now you gotta fill it back up
1: again
3: you gotta tell me what you do have we're coming to so I Y'all our just tacos, tell us our what lingua, you our concigli, Wait, wait, wait. You got to tell us what's slower. in it. Slower. Uh, yeah, yeah, slower. And I'm, and, and slow and slow it down, I'm so baby. excited about this menu. And I'm sorry. Okay, I'm yeah. so sorry. <laughs> um, no, the, the menu is beautiful. We have wonderful tamales that range from queso and poblano. We have vegetarian tacos that are fresh grilled local vegetables. Um, we have different meats that kind of change upon. Week that you're in because we do cook them overnight. So we you're have gonna pastor. have the borrego, mm-hmm. you were gonna have the conchigli pibil, which is a pork, it's marinated with um, pineapple and spices. Mm. We also banana leaves, too. Banana yeah. leaves, yeah. Um,
2: pibil, p- pibil, is, uh, pibil is a Pibil is a Mayan word that means buret. They that means they, what? they it like you know, buret, b u r i e d.
1: I don't know what that means. It's Pure. not your accent. I don't know the.
2: Say it spelled again. Bury like, like, like when you you know when you bury uh, uh, a puree. body. puree. Yeah. Puree. No, yeah. no, 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 no 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 no. I'm terrible
0: accent uh,
2: still. When somebody dies, bury 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 it bury it. Sorry, that's oh, yeah, terrible. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So so I mean, what the magians do? They make this hole ten ten feet. And then they put a bunch of, I mean, banana leaves. They okay. put the ah. uh, coal, just like the cajuns, just like the cajuns. Yeah. And they throw the uh, the whole pig, and, and then like the next the day they yeah, just yeah yeah yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. With, with with the lechon. They yeah, they, yeah. They, they do that. When they, when the only difference when the only difference is the spices in the Yucatan Peninsula are like fiery. I mean the. Cubans because the Spanish, uh, I mean the the Spanish heritage, you know the 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 rice, the beans. The, this, this is not, I mean, they drop the whole jungle in that, in that, <laughs> in that. Not really, they drop the whole jungle of spices there. And then when the pig comes, it's like even red, you know. It's just like the Cajuns, like this as so the cochinita what, no, pibil. Yeah. So
1: what do you serve that is like that? What is, well, what is well, representative I mean, the,
2: uh, of that? The cochinita p- pibil is, is, is from Yucatan. It's very popular. And you serve it as a special plate with... Uh, you know with rice and vegetables or you you can do it with tacos Mm -hmm. you can do it with Uh, tacos but like it's it's the same like the carnitas carnitas means little meats nobody in new orleans we try to do that people is not very uh... Excited about it, the carnitas here because we do it the real way. Mm. The uh, Keep doing
1: it, though. Keep doing well, it. We have... I, have mm. I gotta...
2: What happened is to the, the carnita... So the oh. carnita is the nose, the ears, all these things. Oh. The cheek.
3: Yeah. Okay,
0: I, I, can, I was just thought of three or four coo- restaurants in my head that serve carnitas, but that's not it. it. It's, it's, it's cooked with yeah.
3: lard, which is actually very beautiful. Like, it's one of the best meats that I've had at this place. Yeah,
2: what they serve oh. there is just, like, shredded pork. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, no, no, that's not a carnita. That's not carnitas. No, I've had... I know one or like is it low serves roast like a
0: steak. Fish? It's a steak and I no, call the it a That's another yeah. carnita. And I mean, it means meat. So absolutely technically wrong. it's true, right? But yeah. it's not It's not the, it's not the way it's yeah. supposed we to be. We are We are authentic. out of time, unfortunately. Ah, you guys gracious. Yeah, yeah, this went by so fast. You're lovely.
3: Thank you very we'll much. We'll have to have you
0: back soon. This has been a pleasure. We've had as our guest on Midnight Menu Plus One, Hugo Montero. And Jessica Gall of Casa Borrego. Beautiful. Beautiful. Nice yeah, Borrego. Casa you, Borrego. Casa I can't do it. Borrego. <laughs> Casa so Borrego. Can you change the name to something French, please, <laughs> for me? I can't, I can't pronounce it. Okay, but it sounds delicious. And um, thank you so much for being with us and spending this time thank with you. us this evening. <laughs> Our show is recorded live at Ted's Frosthop on Claiborne Avenue in Calhoun in uptown New Orleans. Heads is open seven days a week, serving first class burgers, beer, and their awesome homemade root beer in a frosty mug. Midnight Menu Plus One is produced by Grant Morris and Chris Keogh is our technical director. And this fabulous audio quality that you hear is by PreSonus Audio Electronics. It makes all kinds of wonderful things. Visit preSonus.com for more information. You can get in touch with us here at Midnight Menu Plus One by going to our website. It's neworleans.com. And from there, you can follow us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook, sign up for our mailing list, get all kinds of swag. Uh, and while you're at itsneworleans.com, you can listen to other episodes of Midnight Menu Plus One and our other shows, Happy Hour, Mindset, True to the Game, Vietnola, Out to Lunch, and others. And if you're listening to the show on iTunes, uh, please rate us and review us. It helps other people to find us. Midnight Menu Plus One is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. Until we meet here again at Ted's Frost Top, I am Ray Canada.
1: And I'm Margo Moss. Thanks.
0: You know Labor Day signals the unofficial end of summer, but not the end of your outdoor projects. Lowe's helps you do it right and helps you save with Labor Day deals throughout the store. Shop now and get two bags of Stay Green Potty Mix for $12. And keep your lawn looking neat and trim with a Craftsman two-cycle 17-inch gas string trimmer now $20 off at just $119. Whatever's still on your to-do list this Labor Day. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offers valid through 828. Soil offer excludes Alaska and Hawaii, U.S. only.